Welcome to Idaho Speakeasy. I'm Mike Turner with Jared Cosby, and we're on a mission to uncover and share the stories of Idaho's finest entrepreneurs, community leaders, local icons, and those who are impacting our community. Today in the Speakeasy, we have Nick Krabs. Nick is the co-chair of Boise Startup Week, which is will kick off October 17th in downtown Boise. Nick is here to tell us all about it. Welcome, Nick. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. So, okay, I, I heard about... Um, the Boise Startup Week most recently, and I was like, wow, what is that? And who's who's doing that? And so we found your name, and we got you here. So tell us what what's all about, what's Boise Startup Week about? Yeah, well, that's a, <clears throat> sometimes that can be a tough thing to describe, and we have 120 events that go on over the course of three days, so uh, there's a that's whole, impressive. whole heck of a lot going on. Um, going back a little ways, so I've been co-chairing Boise Startup Week for two years, and uh, the community kind of came forward and asked if I would do this after its first year, and the first thing I did was uh, call up my, my buddies at Treefort, and I said, hey, sure. how do you make an event successful? Smart. Um, and luckily I'm, I'm good friends with Drew Lerona and he took me out and, and bought me a beer and said, listen, you know, the best thing you can do is make it a, an event of discovery and make something for everyone. Um, and if you kind of follow that, that pathway, um, you know, you'll be successful. And, and luckily Drew was kind enough to volunteer, uh, for the last two years in the planning community alongside about 30 other people who put this on and it does take us a full year to plan it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, now what, what we've come away with is we have an event that, that highlights, um, the entrepreneurial and startup culture more so than than a traditional business conference would. And so what I mean by that is we have tons of uh, talks that talk about fundraising. We have keynotes from, you know, the likes of Matt Rissell, the founder of T-Sheets, um, um, you know, um, Preston Lewis, the, uh, the co-founder of Black Box VR. But then we also have, you know, concerts. Uh, Lounge on Fire is, is playing, and then uh, the Sheepdogs, who were on the cover of Rolling Stone, about six months ago, are coming down for our block party, um, and a corporate dodgeball tournament. I mean, what business Whoa. conference have you ever that. been to? I did that see that. I was like, oh, I kind of want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, it's it's a it's a mixture of you know kind of traditional business learning and and then a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's interesting. And so it was uh, the previous year, was that the first year? How long has this been going on? Yeah, no. So Boise Startup Week's been going on three years. This is its third year. Okay. Um, I've been the co-chair for now two years. Okay. Um, and so I, my company, Vinyl, which is a uh, software product development service company, um, we were a sponsor the first year. And, and after I kind of saw how that event went, I was like, wow, you know, what an opportunity. I should get involved uh, more. Uh, little did I know that I would be asked to to run it. <laughs> yeah no that always happens uh which is great you know it's always it's always amazing to get an opportunity to kind of flex your community muscles and 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 leverage that into your uh, backyard right um and so uh, you know now two years later here we are mm-hmm. so do you, what's the origin story of how this even this uh boy star week even got started do you know that i do um <clears throat> it actually comes from really 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 humble beginnings i think I think the area can credit Fania with the STEM Action Center with coming up with the idea. Um, she was really concerned about trying to get students to Boise to meet with local tech employers. Um, 
Software engineering jobs and IT jobs are the second most unfilled position in the state of Idaho. Um, something like 2,700 jobs a year go unfilled in our state. Really? Um, and it's a twofold problem. One, we're, we're probably not training enough. Sure. Um, so that's one. But two, the ones that we do train tend to leave. Most of our young college uh, computer science students, uh, some statistics say half, but we'll, we'll see how that actually plays out. Um, they go to Salt Lake, Seattle, Portland for their first job. They don't stay here. So Boise Startup Week was born from this desire to retain talent here in Boise. And we have a lot of events uh, like our startup crawls, like our recruiting sessions, um, that kind of uh, hinge on that. But that's one small piece of the pie of everything that's going on. Obviously, we've evolved uh, immensely beyond that original uh, goal of trying to retain talent here in Idaho. And there is, uh, it seems to me, a fairly significant uh, startup culture here. I mean, there's still a lot of companies seem to be growing out of this valley. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, there's, there really are a ton in the last few years that I would say are notable. Um, I brought up Preston Lewis a minute ago in Black Box VR. Um, Black Box went and won um, kind of the best startup showcase at CES this last spring, which wow. is, you know, kind of the Super Bowl of computer. Yeah, and, all my uh, geeky friends talk about it all the time. I mean, if you've yeah. never been, it's in Vegas every year. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. And they, and they kind of, they won, right? And so that's an amazing thing to have that company do. Actually, if you're curious about what they do more uh, this Friday, so tomorrow, they have their annual VR bash. Uh, it's a free event at the uh, Revolution Concert House in Garden City. Mm. Um, and so that'll be kind of another, you can actually go try their machine. They built the first VR workout machine. It's a resistance machine. It's amazing. It's amazing. Huh. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, you know, they're, they're here. Obviously, uh, a lot of people know about T-Sheets. Um, their mm -hmm. big exit last year to Intuit, that was the seventh largest exit in the United States that year. Wow. And so we, this culture, while it's very new here, um, is starting to happen. And, you know, a big part of Boise Startup Week is trying to make sure that we're fostering that culture in a very collaborative way and making sure that everyone's plugged into this ecosystem that has an interest to be. So I, I know some um, startup founders here locally, and one of the, th the things that they name regularly is one of their biggest challenges is getting uh, investors and, you know, funding looking in this direction. Like, they feel like well, they know they're at a pretty big disadvantage from if you were if you were starting up in like the Bay Area, for example. Um, how is how, have you from your perspective? How do you feel like we're progressing in like far as getting the attention of outside investors? Yeah, there's kind of two ways to talk about that. So, yeah. if you're referencing the Bay Area, yes, there is more you know venture capital money mm -hmm. and investment money flowing around in that area, but there's also a lot more competition for the dollars, hmm. and so. It, just because you live in the Bay Area and come up with a, a startup doesn't mean that you get funded, not even close. Mm -hmm. um, so here, there's obviously less dollars flying around, but there's less competition for those dollars. Um, and there's a lot of people right now who are really looking at Boise and seeing if we're going to make that jump from a tertiary market to a secondary market. And we're on a, a pretty strong trajectory to do that, mm -hmm. uh, especially from a funding perspective. I know just in Boise Startup Week, we have several VCs who are flying from the region to our event to meet with a lot of these startup founders. Mm -hmm. um, we have a pitch competition. Um, we had about 30 teams that applied. Eight are going to pitch. There's $10,000 on the line for the winner. Mm. Um, last year, the winner of that competition got funded right away. So, mm. um, you know, this this activity is happening, and I wouldn't say that you're at an overly huge disadvantage just because you're here. Yeah, so 
Um, so what happens at a pitch, you know, like a pitch fest? So like, what is that? What does that even mean? So they are they like standing in front of investors and saying, "You get that's their TED talk, basically." Uh, something something close to it. Um, <laughs> it's not that far off. They're a little bit more fun since these uh, these guys are really passionate about whatever project they're working on. Uh-huh. Um, we have a panel of judges that included folks from Stoll Reeves and Perkins Coie, um, uh, Will Fowler from the SBDC. Um, they're getting coaching from VentureCapital.org, um, that, that mentor network. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go up on stage, they get a few minutes to pitch their company, their, their market upside, um, whatever user validation or traction they have. Uh, and then ultimately the panel of judges will pick a winner. Right. So um, you mentioned there's like, what did you say, like 100 events going on? Like, so what, give us some more examples of what some of those are. Um, well, I'm going to talk about an evening. How's that? Okay. Okay. So, um, probably the evening that I'm the most excited about myself, and this is maybe a little selfish here, but is Thursday evening, October 18th, starting at 4 p.m. at Jump. Um, this is our block party, and it starts with an event called Founder War Stories, which is, um, it's real kind of from the horse's mouth inside information on the blood, sweat, and tears of what it really takes to do this. We have a a whole panel of speakers who speak for just three to five minutes and talk about their startup. Most of these founders are fairly successful, so one Mm -hmm. of the founders of Count Mm -hmm. is coming down and doing that, Um, and and we all see their beautiful new building being Mm -hmm. built in front of us in downtown, so we know that uh, that went pretty well, but that's a great event. That was my favorite event from last year, Mm -hmm. so we're doing that again this year at 4 p.m. Immediately after that, uh, Blue Cross of Idaho and and Vinyl's president, Ian Harris, are going to sit down and talk about how innovation in highly regulated industries work, which is, um, that's one of those places that's ripe for disruption. It really is. Um, After that, we announce both of the pitch competition winners, uh, and Mayor Beter is going to come down and kind of give a welcome to to the crew and the crowd. Uh, And then... Um, Matt Russell, this is probably the talk I'm the most excited about, is going to come down and talk to us about his journey with T-Sheets. Um, mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about Matt Russell right now is he's got the whole story, right? He's got the blood, sweat, and tears, this, yeah. the building the company, the raising the rounds, and now the exit to Intuit for you know $340 million. So it worked out, right? <clears throat> so I'm really excited about that. And then we close the evening down by listening to Lounge on Fire and the Sheepdog. So, I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun that night. Um, I think uh, other than that, the other event that I'm really excited about is Trail Mix. <clears throat> Trail Mix is our, our food entrepreneur huh. pitch competition. Um, we had 43 teams apply. Really? Um, they are pitching their, there's 10K on the line for this one as well, but they're pitching Albertsons for shelf space. So Albertsons is oh, going to wow. pick one of these That's uh, cool. companies and they're going to get shelf space at Albertsons stores. Um, and that's that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Right. I mean, you know, it's so hard to get that that shelf space. Yeah. And the great thing about it is, is Albertsons isn't putting any kind of requirements on what stage of company. So you could be someone who's been making salsa and maybe selling it right. at Saturday Market, and Albertsons is going to help you get to production. So this is this is an amazing opportunity for somebody. Uh, I'm again a little selfish. I'm going to be down there because we get to demo all these food products. Well, that's what I was so, going to say. So how does that work? <laughs> yeah. That's that's why I would want to go. Yeah. No. I'm, trust me. I'm going to be there and I'm going to be enjoying the out of that one so uh, that should be a ton of fun but I really encourage people to just go out to our website at boisestartupweek.org click on our schedule we have a tab that talks about kind of our highlight of, of our bigger events that are going on uh, I promise you if you have a pulse there's something for you sure we're speaking with Nick Krabs he's a co-chair of Boise Startup Week um, so Nick uh, what is it 
take to go? Is there does there a cost to attend these events? Uh, no. So we we live by the generosity of our community, and we have a fantastic spread of sponsors who keep this event free for the community. That's super cool. Um, we, you know, three years ago and then two years ago, we reaffirmed it that we really wanted this to be something that was free and open for everybody in Boise to come enjoy. And luckily, our sponsors believe in us a lot to uh, to you know follow that mission and keep up with it. And just to name a few, I mean, Cradle Point, Vacasa, Vinyl. Albertsons, Lamb Weston. I mean, these companies really come up in a big way and, and really help put this event on. Even the concert? Uh, you know, T-Sheets and Perkins Cooey were the two that sponsored the concert nice. specifically. So okay. they're probably the most excited about yeah. the concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Nick, um, I know you're, you're involved with vinyl. So w- tell us a little bit about that, you know, your background with that. Sure, yeah. So uh, about six years ago, I started another software development consultancy here in town with a co-founder, and and we built that company up to be about 50 employees. And then we merged with two companies in California to become Vinyl. And so we've been Vinyl for the last three years. Um, I mean, Startup Week is kind of the... uh, the side, the side fun thing I get to do, but the real day job is is working on software projects for our great clients. Um, just to name a couple, we're, we're doing uh, um, kind of the digital transformation with Blue Cross of Idaho right now, and that's a really exciting uh, project that we get to work with them on and, and really get to kind of look at, um, you know, kind of user analysis that they probably haven't done in a while, right? <clears throat> um, another one is we built uh, the largest ski and snowboard tracking application in the world. It's called Snow Crew. It's been... Uh, featured in the Google Play, um, Apple App Store a few times. It was on Wired, and so that was a lot of fun. Um, D- dive into that a little bit more. What is that? So if you're <clears throat> if you're going up on the mountain and you're mm-hmm. skiing with your friends, Snow Crew is an application that tracks all the runs that you do, very similar to like Map My Run. Okay. But in addition to that, it has some really cool features. So it will award everyone badges as you're leaving the mountain. So it'll tell you who did, was the fastest, who did it on the most runs. Um, you can also drop a plot point on the map and tell your friends to meet you there. Um, it's really just got a, a pretty wide feature list, and, and that's been a ton of fun to work on. We, we had a couple company uh, uh, QA nights up at Bogus Basin. Yeah. You know, you got to test it, right? <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So uh, we, we did those a couple times, and, and they've been really fantastic partners. Um, another one that we, we really enjoy talking about is we uh, partner with UCSF and the Memory and Aging Center, and we built an application called TabCat, which does early detection of Alzheimer's and dementia, which at first sounds a little boring, but um, the original paper tests for this are about 30% accurate in detecting Alzheimer's and dementia. The application that we worked on with them is about 70% accurate. Uh, in the medical world, a 40% jump in it's diagnoses huge. <laughs> is huge. And I'm an engineer, and so if it's like not 100% perfect, I'm like, oh, we didn't do it. So yeah. when we got the results from their clinical trials, we were like, we were all kind of yeah. like, oh, man, and we spent all weekend being a little bummed about it. And meanwhile, they're in California, like popping bottles of champagne, and we had <laughs> you know, we had a Monday morning call, and they, they're yeah. elated, oh, gotcha. and we're like, oh, man, we didn't do it. you know. But that's a really exciting one, and, and that project's now kind of going through tech transfer, and so Quest Diagnostics will turn it into a product that uh, you'll be able to get right in your doctor's office. Oh, that's really exciting. So, wait, so I'm still trying to get my head. You said what vinyl does, and you've seen you've evolved these different apps and applications and, and programs and things, but uh, 
Can you explain that in more layman's terms? So, you, so someone comes to you with an idea, and then you build it, or what? How we how we understand what that means? Yeah, I mean, projects come up in a, in a variety of ways, of okay. course. So sometimes people come to us, and and you know, I should say, people in organizations mm-hmm. will come to us, and they'll say, "Hey, you know, we have this uh, project that we're working on, or we're thinking about working on, and we really need someone to kind of take us through the product." product phase and, and, and make it a product, right? Okay. Um, <clears throat> sometimes we're contributing to an existing team, adding specific technical expertise. Um, so it, it really depends. And, and you know, what we like to say is we, we like to look at technology in a methodology that allows us to unlock business value. So we're, we're kind of putting both hats on, right? Uh, we're looking at it the same way a CEO and a CTO would look at it and make sure that we're helping all of our clients make the best possible choices um, as they're developing technology. Hmm. That sounds really cool. And, th- and you get to seem to get to work on a lot of interesting projects. I think that's the most exciting part of it. It's not all the same. It's either. not all the same. Yeah, you know, right. a lot of companies, if you're a software engineer and you start there, you might work on the same feature set for three years, you know. Um, with us, it's different all the time. And so sometimes you're working on an application that diagnoses dementia, and then the next day you're up at Bogus Base and snowboarding making sure that it's tracking, you know. Right. So what's the learning curve there then? You know, because if you're talking with a company that's, you know, in, in the medical field, diagnosing dementia how is that communication with trying to understand exactly what they're trying to get to when you're not in their field um luckily over years of doing this we've developed methodologies to extract that information from from companies um that is the challenge and that actually is kind of the secret sauce which is how do you make sure that what you're building you can validate it in the market can make sure people want it yeah mm-hmm. and that you have all the correct requirements before you start writing a line of code because you don't want to build a whole thing that nobody wants and your clients not happy with right mm-hmm. right and I think a lot of companies like us fall into that trap right where they think they know better we actually think that your users probably know better yeah exactly right? and so we we kind of go at a roundabout way we have several uh, processes and and kind of in the box contained activities mm-hmm. um, that we do and, and every project's a little different and we kind of mix and match those to make sure that we're we're validating those things. Are you doing a lot of test runs on it before you present it to your client or how how does that work or or are they the test subject? That really depends on the on the product. Um, one yeah. of the you know one of the things we do is a design sprint which has. Um, a lot of validation with real users in the real world. Okay, it does. And so now we're usually putting a prototype in front of them, so it might not be a functioning right. application, but you usually want to do that before you build the application to validate that you're making good choices, right? Right, right. Well, it's even giving back to the whole startup conversation is that that is what most hopefully startup companies are thinking about, right? Because I think it's common in the startup world to build the product or service that you think everyone wants, and then you find out the hard lesson later that that they don't. Yeah. That they don't. <laughs> We've all heard that story so many times. Absolutely, yeah. I would say that the the biggest mistake I've seen technical startup founders make is they build something solely based on what they think is best. If you're just using your opinion, I almost guarantee you, you will fail. Mm. Um, but if you go out and you validate in the marketplace and you really test and, you, you know, the best test is can you get someone to write you a check for it? Exactly. Right, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. And so, um, you know, going through a process to do that um, really, really unlocks a whole bunch of business value to allow these companies to be successful. And you'd be surprised how many companies don't do that. 
Um, a lot of a lot of folks uh, make it sound like it's too uh, too time consuming to validate with users. Um, right. Which is. <laughs> Well, that's, you're just that's a fallacy yeah, because you're you. wasting time if you don't do that process. Absolutely, right. yeah. absolutely. Uh, you'll you'll waste three x the amount of time. Yeah. right. If you just did it right the first way. So, you know, everyone's got to learn their lessons their own way. Uh, luckily, you know, I've been doing this, and my team has been doing this for a while. Uh, we're headquartered in Los Angeles, and so we have kind of team members all over the place that get to bring some unique perspectives. And uh, you know, we've gotten really good at at streamlining this stuff and making sure we're we're making good choices with our clients. Mm-hmm. If you're just tuning in, we're we're talking with Nick Krabs. He's the co-chair of Boise Startup Week and a founding member of Vinyl. Um, so, uh, so Nick, so getting back to Boise Startup Week, um, you said that you got like a, over like 100 different event things going on. Um, this is your third year, this third year of this event going on, the second year as you being a co-chair. Um, how, how much, how well is this, a, normally, how, how many people do you think you're going to attend or what's the, is that, do you have any pulse on that? Yeah, yeah. So last year we had about 2,000 people total attend. Okay. Um, generally speaking, people are, are coming for a couple of events that they're really interested in. And because our content goes pretty wide, um, you'll have people who, you know, the social come, impact. Come and go. And yeah, come and go. Yeah. And, uh, and that's totally great. You know, obviously we want everyone to be able to uh, take advantage of all, all the offerings that we have. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to be pretty close to that again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, early registrations are, are getting close to about 1,000 people. And we all know that everyone signs up the, the week of. Right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> the day so, uh, yeah, no. And, and, you know, what's really unique about Startup Week is a huge portion of the people who come are students. Um, we target them uh, very very methodically and, and and it's very intentional and the reason for that is it brings some vibrancy to you know a traditional business event right you don't normally see that mm-hmm. um, and so we kind of you know cater a lot of our our speaking engagements around that we have an entire track called the youth track um, about 500 high school students have registered so wow. far um, Google is coming and giving two um, kind of talks about how to build a resume so tech companies will pay attention to you that's smart and then what kind of side projects you should be working on now if eventually your goal is to to work for a large tech firm and i don't think that's just for high school students like i am right. gonna go <laughs> right i'm gonna go to those talks plus i think google's bringing swag so i didn't say that on the radio yeah. but i'm pretty sure you get a t-shirt yeah, actually you did yeah. say that on the radio <laughs> <laughs> no so the, you know that's that's kind of an example of even companies outside of our value are really excited uh yeah. to kind of present um we have buses that are coming from byui uh, really, Idaho State University and uh, University of Idaho. Cool. Um, and so we house all those students right here in downtown at the Hampton Inn, and they get to do all three days of Startup Week. So it's a ton of fun. That's awesome. How do you, do you got a following from out of state, or is it mostly Idahoans that are going to be here? Yeah, we definitely have people traveling from all over to come to Startup Week. I went and looked in Eventbrite. Eventbrite puts a like a plot point map that oh. uh, tells you where people are coming from. And yesterday, our furthest away was Illinois, but we had four tickets from Georgia register. Really? So, you know, uh, mostly regional. We have people from Seattle, Portland, sure. Bay Area, Los Angeles, uh, Salt Lake. Um, I'd say probably 85%, if not 90%, are from, from here in Idaho. Yeah. Right. But, Wow. And so what are the dates again on this? Uh, This is uh, October 17th, 18th, and 19th, and you can learn more at boisestartupweek.org. Perfect. Wow. Okay. Well, again, uh, we've been speaking with Nick Krabs. He is the co-chair of Boise Startup Week, which is starting just, you know, what, 
two weeks away, less than that, something like this coming up pretty close. This is the third year of this happening. It sounds like a really cool event. I like how you have so many different offerings for so many people and uh, really cool how you've managed to keep it free and yet still deliver all this amazing stuff. So um, again, the website to check out is Boise Startup Week org for more information and nick thanks for coming in this is super awesome hearing about what you're doing and thank you for your volunteerism in this <laughs> for like, making this happen because it takes people like you who uh, care about our startup community in, in idaho to to make this happen yeah i really thank you for having me on you know it all starts with having a, a company philosophy about giving back and and making sure your community is taken care of and so yeah thank you for having me on all right. Again, that was Nick Krabs. He's co-chair of Boise Startup Week and the uh, a founder of of uh, founding member of Vinyl. So to uh, we will put all this information on our website, idahospeakeasy.com. Tune in every week. We do this show every Thursday from three to four. I'm Mike Turner with Jared Cosby. We'll see you back real soon. Mm-hmm.